0: About to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time.
1: It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith.
2: And good afternoon. Welcome. Welcome one and all to a Wednesday edition of Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. As we get ready to roll through for the next, well, I was going to say three hours, but the next two and a half hours as uh, we'll have Baylor programming coming your way at 530 this afternoon, the Baylor coaches show at 530, and then uh, the pregame show from the Ferrell Center at 630. It's the Bears and Stephen F. Austin. So we'll get into all that here in just a few minutes. Let's uh, first go around the horn and check in. Stretch, how are you?
3: Good, fellas. How are you today? Doing all right. How about you, Garrett? I'm good.
2: Well, that didn't sound very convincing.
4: Why? Wow, how did that not sound convincing?
2: Is I'm good. I'm good. Hey, 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 okay, so well, let's just go ahead and take care of it. It's it's three o'clock, and it's time for the flat bill, camp update of the day.
4: All right. So today's selection is the Chicago <laughs> White Sox. <laughs> it's a black Chicago White Sox flat bill. You got the mesh trucker back, uh, the regular White Sox front, and that's what I'm rolling with.
2: It, it, what's the logo
4: it's just the typical the white socks the okay socks so and it white. is the yeah. okay
2: so it's nothing unusual
4: no you would okay. you would say this is probably one of my closest to what they see on the field so i know you're big on that you don't like my hats not looking like they do on the field
2: i no, i'm i'm just i'm i'm more of an authentic kind of guy
4: okay well this is similar it's about as close to authentic as you're gonna get
3: all right
4: and is you it by that is
3: stretch it, is it
4: solid is it solid black? It is. It's solid black. It's just like the one on the way on the wear on the field. That's hang on a second. Fin- hang, hang on. What's hang
2: that? on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah, the Baltimore Ravens just had another thirty yard oh. run right up the middle.
4: Oh, brutal. <laughs>
3: oh that was bad. <laughs> a regurgitation of last <laughs> night, right there. It's like somebody, a really ba- somebody it's, it's in like this room, you have a really bad meal, and then the next day you just kind of kind of still on you a little bit, and you just kind of have to give it that little. I, I wouldn't even call it a belch; I just call it a. Oh, that's that's rough right there. I wanna I wanted to get onto that to that solid black hat. I thought maybe he was maybe he had some black shorts, black top. Maybe it's Johnny Cash day. I no, thought it's I not Johnny out. Cash day. I,
4: I got you know if you want the whole outfit, I got black shorts, a little gray top, and some uh, my black and gray slides. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Casual. <laughs>
2: Oh boy! Well, here we go. We got a lot to do today, and, and and by the way, coming up Friday, the program is going to be at Richard Carr for the finale. Can you believe this? The finale of Toys for Tots. That is amazing. That it's that we're wrapping it up. But you know, you got to have the time to get everything taken care of, and and uh, and the gifts and the toys. Uh, to where to where they belong and and all that stuff. So we got to get it wrapped up on Friday,
3: Stretch. Right, well, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a heck of a day over there Friday at Friday at Richard Carr. I know. I, I hope they still got that really good looking gray GMC pickup there. And hey, Tom, when we left the day we left, we had a guy come in right at the very end mm-hmm. and just unload a bunch of toys and hopefully we'll have that opportunity or i'll have that opportunity to see that on friday and uh kind of kind of ring it out with a bang and i'm sorry my partner's not going to be there to join me
2: yeah so i had a buddy of mine call today and said that he just left there and that people are still bringing toys and uh, we we appreciate that so richard car buick is where we'll be on uh and when I say we, I use that term very loosely. I guess just from a let's put the cards on the table. Stretch is going to be at Richard Carr on Friday, and, and I'll be uh, continuing the quarantine here at the house. Uh, as you know, it's one, I think we all understand what I'm going through right now uh, with the with the positive test. So. Uh, <laughs> 2020 time
3: and we're and, 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 and you're one that's going to be able to y- y- you know I I, I kind of take this from a positive perspective you're going to be able to remember this be able to tell your grandkids how tough you were and how you figured out a way to grit grit through it and make it and how you were doing a radio show from different places and how Garrett doing a great job wiring us all in and keeping us all healthy in a very uh, trying year that's just that's just what we've been through and obviously we spend time talking about sports and all the things that go on with uh, the game the uh, you know the tracing and all that and then unfortunately it it, it hits close to home and and, you know you get to speak from experience with that
2: well there's no question about that Uh, uh, and and I want to wish well our uh, sales manager Steve he's also under the weather and uh, you know my partner on on Friday night high school football with the Midway Panthers uh, is is not feeling well as as well. He's he's suffering from the coronavirus. So we wish him the very best as well. So it's it's hit close to home. There's there's no question about it. And and uh, of course Stretch calls me up today, Garrett, and he goes. Hey, you're sick. What am I going to do with these rodeo tickets? So he was just <laughs> needling me just a little just bit. mocking you? Yeah, he was. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he said, hey, I got, you in a, I got you in a private suite. What would you like me to do with them?
4: Man, he, he asked me earlier if I would ride the horse coming out. And I'm like, fool, you know I'm not getting on no horse. Well you want no, to get I on
3: a bull? Ho- here's what I was really hoping. You know, I, I, I had this vision, Tom, of, of you, you know, me getting you a couple tickets, you being able to go and then Garrett in, in one of his flat bills riding out in the Grand Entry. And I just thought, you know, I wonder, would Garrett really get up on one of these horses and, and ride out in the
4: Grand Entry parade of, a you know, the Saturday night of the National Finals rodeo? It would be probably a disaster. I would probably be a YouTube sensation because I would, like, fall off or something, so I might get some money out of it.
3: <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I'm thinking more along, you know, if you, if you had your – hat and your jorts on and your slides i mean i'm not sure how you'd i'm not sure
4: how you'd look how you could spur old trigger when you wanted to get him out i might have window. to like, duct tape some spurs on something just make something happen
2: <laughs> that would be an awesome sight. and then he i'm not sure he gets the american flag he gets the state flag he gets to carry the texas flag
4: i'm probably oh. the last person y'all want not carry the texas flag y'all think i'd be out there with the california flag
2: yeah uh, well yeah
4: Anyway, yeah, so
3: Louisiana have the LSU, uh, the Bayou Bengal sporting the sporting the Bayou Bengal colors. Just come out with Mike the Tigers mascot head on (laughs) him riding on back with you. old buttermilk, you and him on buttermilk. We can make that happen.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. We, We got a lot to get to today, it's a 307. Seven minutes after three o'clock. So, what what would you end up doing with those box seats and in that skybox and the whatever else you had uh, for me? Stretch.
3: I you know I don't know. I guess I'm gonna make a couple paper airplanes out of them. I'm not sure <laughs> what I'm gonna do. I would, I yeah, would, how about that? You girl? know if if we weren't in if we weren't in the middle of uh, you know in this pandemic situation, I'd 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 bring my lovely girlfriend up here and take her. But you know what? I'm not going in that place, and certainly. I know she's not she's as, she's as, uh buttoned up about all of it as anybody so you know I, I I really thought I'd I'd give him to my radio sidekick and he just you know he decides to take a knee on me so I am not sure what I'm going to do with him I'm Oh sure. we,
2: we had big plans now. We were we were coming up to Fort Worth on Friday uh, Saturday rather and we had uh, all kinds of fun things we were going to do associated with the uh, with the rodeo but uh, that's not the case we're hunkered down here for the next 10 days well I, so. can tell,
3: I can tell you this much as I like rodeo I was never going I was not, I'm not I'm not going to go get in the middle of that crowd I, I you know I, I called the uh, Saturday night, Saturday rather late Saturday afternoon I called the All Saints Nolan game and I saw the crowd coming in and I thought I'm kind of glad I'm not getting in the middle of that I'm glad I'm getting out of the middle of this
2: well, and, and you know, it's it is about choices, and and of course, we were up in uh, the Metroplex on Saturday, on Friday night, uh, doing the final uh, midway game up at Cedar Hill, and and uh, so who knows? I mean, and, and you know, because someone asked me, said, "Well, do you know how you got it?" And, no, I mean, you, you really don't stretch. I mean, when you're just going going about your business, uh. It, it, there's a million, million ways and a million places that it, you know, that you could have got it. So uh, bottom line is just, we all got to take care of ourselves and, and, and get through it and, and, uh, and, and, try to move on.
3: Well, and hopefully, you know, like you said, I mean, hopefully, you know, this, the, the entire team, you're talking about Steve, the sales guy, I mean, hopefully everybody will heal up and uh, this vaccine will come out. It's, it's Guys, when it hits this close to home, it it, it kind of opens your eyes to, to, to a bunch of things. And I know, and I'm sure that's the way you feel about it, Tom. I mean, having to do your job from home, having to quarantine, having to be, be able to really, you know, basically be under house arrest where you can't really do anything and then not knowing where you got it. I'm sure you've traced your steps a million times going back to, you know where you stopped when you guys left Waco to come to Cedar Hill. To, was it in the you know was it in a press box situation? Did you get it on the way back? I'm sure you guys stopped on the way back. I mean, how do you how do you really know other than just retracing exactly where you went? And still, even if you do that, you're not going to know exactly where you got it.
2: Nope, that doesn't tell you that doesn't tell you everything that you, you need to know. So, you know. At some point, I just I just started contacting people that I came in contact with over the uh, over those last couple of days prior to being sick, and, and then said, hey, you you know you better go test. And that's about I think that's doing your due diligence. I mean, I think I, I owed it to everybody, and I think if you're sick, you owe it to everybody that that you've come in contact with to to let them know that you're under the weather, that you've got you've got the virus, and that they need to go test. And then it's up to them. To take care of their business, so that's that's kind of what we did over the last couple of days. Is contact everybody that uh, that we came in contact with on Thursday, Friday, and then and you know I got sick on Saturday, so uh, that that's what we did. And you know, and I think that's what you have to do. Quite frankly, I think you owe it to people.
3: Sure, and that's uh, good for you. For you know, you you I think you knew when you got back. Hey, it, it's not happening. I'm not. I'm not feeling right immediately. You went and got yourself tested, you notify the people around you. And I mean, I I, I don't know what else you can do besides, you know, now you got to take care of yourself and you got to get yourself to the other side of this and I'm sure that uh, I'm sure it will run its course. You're a, you're a healthy enough, old boy. You'll you'll figure out a way to get to the other side of it and uh, you know, hope uh, like I said, we we'll, we'll send positive thoughts your way and hopefully you be able to be able to be back here in a few weeks.
2: I'm just I'm having to lock the door, so my wife doesn't come in and beat me, um, you know, upside the head because now she's quarantined in here with me for 14 days. <laughs> so. home,
3: home, home, uh, home alone with your wife. It's yeah, uh, she's know, excited about bad. being locked honestly, up in the yeah, house for the next It's not all two that weeks. bad, is it, sir? I said it's not all that bad.
2: <laughs> oh, not from my perspective, but she's she's locked in the house for the for the, for two weeks with me, and so she's like, "Hey, I didn't sign up for this big boy." <laughs> anyway, it's uh, twelve minutes after three, three twelve. We're gonna get into the Cowboys and their uh, efforts last night against the Ravens. We'll do that next when we continue here on a Wednesday edition of Game Time from ESPN Central Texas.
5: This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nietzsche Group. Learn more at the thenitschegroup.com.
6: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be another chilly night across central Texas with lows reaching the mid-40s with mostly clear skies and winds coming in from the south around 5 miles per hour. Thursday will start off with temperatures in the mid to upper 40s. It will be another warm day with highs in the mid to upper 70s in the afternoon with mostly sunny skies. Friday will be warm ahead of a cold front with highs in the upper 60s and lower 70s with mostly cloudy skies and a 60% chance of showers and storms in the afternoon and evening. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, and 9 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
7: Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas.
8: The Bears have added a game to their schedule. It's Baylor and Stephen F. Austin Wednesday in the Farrell Center. 6:30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday for the Bears and the Lumberjacks.
7: Baylor Big 12 basketball with Pat and John. The Bears play here, ESPN Central Texas.
9: Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Does that sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center and talk about the new Mercury 4-stroke outboards. Ranging from 2.5 to 300 horsepower, the new 4-strokes deliver legendary mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, plus boat-enhancing technologies for superior hull shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards. Go boldly.
10: At Community Bank & Trust, the term mobile community refers to all of our banking platforms. Online banking, mobile apps, mobile browser banking, even voice banking. No matter what device you're on, you'll be able to complete any banking function. We've taken customer account access and convenience to the next level. With Community Bank & Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC.
11: Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big-screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this.
12: My house has a new glow I love my wind.
2: All right, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, 317, 17 minutes after 3 o'clock. couple of notes here we want to get to before we start talking about the Cowboys. Uh, I want to remind you that you can go online, CentexSportsFan.com, and uh, vote in our Pick'em Contest, our Whataburger Pick'em Contest. You can you can win a nice prize package from Whataburger. Just pick those ten winners, and, uh, and you could be a winner as well. Also, don't forget about uh, – Dropping by your favorite convenience store or grocery store and taking that selfie at the uh, Coors Light display and uh, sending that to us, uh, send the uh, send the picture to ESPN and the in uh, the text number is two five four six six two sixteen sixty and uh, the, the keyword is chill. So send that to us and let us know what's going on there and uh, you could be a winner of a nice. Uh, yeti prize package from coors light and from espn radio so we got a lot of neat things going on uh we'll have a couple of live broadcasts coming up as we mentioned friday we'll be out at richard car wrapping up the uh, toys for tots campaign and we if you got a chance please come by and bring us a new unwrapped toy for toys for tots and uh we'll be there from three until six for that event and and the, uh, the guys from Unnecessary Roughness, Q and Ward, are going to be out at uh, Diamore Fine Jewelers on Friday from noon until 3, noon until 3. So we're going to be busy guys on Friday around ESPN Central Texas, so keep that in mind. Of course, Thursday night we'll have high school football down the hall on our sister station, 92.9 Shooter FM. It's Crawford and, and Post, and we'll have that one for you beginning at 6.30 with a kickoff of seven o'clock, look forward to uh, following that game on ninety-two nine Shooter FM as Crawford looks to get to the state championship game. Uh, the uh, they play post in the semifinals on on Thursday night, and then uh, Friday night stretches difficult and crazy as this sounds. The the semifinals are coming are are being played this week in one A through four A. Five A and Six A are going to begin their first round, their by district round, and in Tipple is going to be hosting Waxahachie on Friday night. Q and Ward will have that one from Wildcat Stadium. So it's still it's it's hard to wrap your to wrap your mind around that in one A through four A we're we're wrapping it up, and in five A and six A we're just getting started. <laughs>
3: that it is, it is, it's and I'm sure. With all the juggling that you've had to do and changing of stations and trying to get all these games aired, I'm sure that's you know, it presents its own set of challenges there. But guys, so thankful we're getting these games in, and if it's a little bit later, and, and, and hopefully they'll be able to finish this. I, I I'm still I'm still to the point where I'm I, I'm so thankful we're we're playing football and having an opportunity to talk about it, Tom
2: speaking of moving games the uh longhorn kansas game has been moved to a three o'clock kickoff by the way so uh keep that in mind so we'll have the broadcast beginning at two over on our sister station 104.9 bob fm it was a 230 kick and now it's a three o'clock kick so a with a uh with a two o'clock broadcast so just thought we'd pass that on in 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 Just got this note uh, handed to us, Uh, former Alabama and New York Giants football coach Ray Perkins has passed away at the age of 79, played for Bear Bryant back in the mid-60s stretch, but uh, coached the Giants and and, and coached the Tide.
3: Yeah, heck of a football coach. He was around a long time. He also, you know, coached at Arkansas State. I mean, this... He, he was a heck of a football coach, and he was a heck of a player. So, you know, very s- sad to hear his passing. I mean, Coach Akers passed two days ago, so we lose two really good football coaches this week. It's, it's, it's part of, I understand, it's part of life and it's part of, you know, what we go through and what we deal with, but very unfortunate there, and certainly we'll be sending our thoughts and prayers to Coach Perkins and, 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 and Coach Perkins' family.
2: On ESPN.com, uh, there's a story, and inside the story is is basically a tribute or, or a release, if you will, from Coach Bill Parcells and and uh, his thoughts on on Coach Perkins. And he basically said, "Hey, if it was not for Coach Perkins, I'm not in in pro football."
3: Right, right. He, he was he was the one that really tutored Coach Parcells and got him get you know got him going, got him going in the right direction from an NFL perspective.
2: All right, let's uh, let's get into last night's game.
3: Do we have let's start to start on the offensive
2: side? Do we have? It to, was Tom? interesting to me. <laughs> I, at times they moved the ball and they looked very good doing it, but they couldn't finish a drive stretch. When the game was was in its in in the balance, they scored a grand total of ten points.
3: Well, I, I, I'll say this: I mean, they they that for all things considering, Tom, they gave up one sack. I mean, this is a. A ravaged offensive line. This is a, uh, I mean, they are absolutely piecemealed together. Uh, There's so many positive things I can point to on the offensive side. I mean, the fact that, you know, Zeke ran the ball for 77 yards behind that offensive line, I mean, really good. I mean, he averaged 4.3 yards a carry. I saw some really good things out of Michael Gallup. I saw, I mean, Amari Cooper, I thought, played a heck of a game. And then Noah Brown, who's kind of been a guy that has really been forgotten, came out of Ohio State, great hands, uh, you know, kind of a bigger, more physical-style receiver. Uh, He showed you the depth that they have at that position. Uh, This is an offense that I think can can really go get it done, and I'm saying – at, at the at, at at playoff caliber offense, you, you know when they get their linebacker and they get their guys healthy. I mean, even even Dalton Schultz, I I was very critical of that pick a few years ago, but he has kind of come into his own. Uh, Bell, the you know was the big quarterback at Oklahoma. He's come in and done some things, and I, I think offensively, this team has got an opportunity to be really, really, really good now. Do we have to talk about the other side of the ball?
2: Yeah, and you got to talk about special teams. But it's continuing on the offensive side, the, weren't you though slightly frustrated that they were able to move the ball but not able to finish the drives?
3: Well, again, I, I just go to what. Y- yes, in 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 the big scheme of things, yes, it's frustrating when you get the ball in the red zone and you're not able to you know score points. You miss three field goals. You have opportunities to do some things. But, guys, this is a – I just know this. This is an absolute makeshift offensive line. When the field gets condensed, it becomes very difficult to move those guys off the ball. I mean, for crying out loud, that last touchdown the Cowboys had, I mean, they ran it three straight times from the one-yard line and lost a yard and a half. I mean, that's how hard it is – when you have those kind of guys that really were not winning at the line of scrimmage, but they were able to protect a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I, I, it was frustrating that they didn't, you know, that they, they weren't able to match scores with Baltimore. But I keep saying, and I keep going to this, I, I know that I, I love to pick a C.D. Lamb. I think he's going to be a heck of a football player. And the Cowboys really uh, – skill guys are, are as good as anybody and probably better than anybody else in the league so if you want to start looking forward to 2021 and what you have to look forward to you're going to have to look at the offensive side of the ball and some of the things that i think they've been able to do you know with with a second string quarterback they moved the football up and down the field last night I'm, i i hear you they didn't they didn't finish drives but I'm not sure that I expected them to finish drives with the offensive line that they had last night. Well,
2: honestly, I didn't expect them to move the football, and when they were able to move the football, it's like, hey, go score. Now let's 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 go over to the defense. You talk about making teams one dimensional. Well, I, I just kind of got the feeling Lamar Jackson made Baltimore's offense one dimensional. They had to run the football to be successful, and and, and they did. Straight up the middle, they were, you know, 294 yards on the ground for the Ravens.
3: 7.9 yards a snap rushing the ball. (laughs) Guys, I've never seen anything like that. I've never been around or witnessed a scheme that really we have been talking about since about week two of this football season. We've gone through two and a half months and so much so i'm sure you guys are tired of hearing me talk about their inability to set the edge their inability to play gap con- control integrity unsound defense and it, it it was so it was so unbelievable last night i mean you had 12 days to get ready to play lamar jackson i mean you can't tell me that you can't come up with a better game plan than, than the product and what they put on that field last night. And, uh, you know, there, there were a couple guys, fellas that I'm just, I'm going to go ahead and tell you Xavier Woods, I, Worthless. I, I don't even know why he's on the field. I really don't. I mean, I, I saw that guy last night on multiple times just flat turn it down and I, I've never seen anything like that. I've never been around anything like that. And when I heard Mike McCarthy step to the podium last night and say, Hey, it's, it's not the scheme. Then today, Stephen Jones was on the radio and he said, Hey, it's not the players. I, I mean, does that not reek of a, of a really a situation over at the star that nobody's on the same page?
2: Yeah. It's disjointed to say the least. And, 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 to say it's not the scheme would be wrong, and to say it's not the players would be wrong. You're just not watching. If you, <laughs> he, Xavier Wood didn't want any part of tackling last night. And, and I've said this a million times. he He's done that on numerous occasions.
3: Well, I thought he's, what was strange just, was the one time that he did come up and support the run, he comes up and hits. I mean, he throws his body at that 315-pound fullback. Yet he had an opportunity – the wrong arm of power. He didn't do it. He had an opportunity to come up and really throw at at uh, at Jackson, and, and he turned it down. And then there was another opportunity where he had a chance to fill on a run, and just he just chose not to do it. I, I I'm telling you, I've never, I, I've just never seen anything like that. I I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm to the point now where it's just like, do I have to watch this, and do I have to really try to? analyze, and, and and then come out and say, hey, I, I think I know what happened here. I'm not pertinent to the call sheet. I don't know if he was supposed to spill this, if he was supposed to fill this alley, if he was supposed to play this coverage. But boy, oh boy, guys, I mean, for 10 weeks now, to be discussing the same exact things, it it, 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 it I'm telling you, it just makes you sick. And then to think about, The Cowboys getting flexed out of a Sunday night game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You you think now you think that's not going to gall Jerry Jones's rear end? He can stomach a lot of things, but getting flexed out so the so the Cowboys 49ers game, which was a Sunday night NBC game, is getting flexed out in favor of the New York Giants Cleveland Browns football game. How about Somebody, that That's when, right there is when you know somebody's going to have to pay for that because Jerry won't just sit qu- sit quietly in that situation. I can promise you, when his football team gets flexed out of Sunday night football, that's embarrassing.
2: And, again, the Cowboys knew that for, for the Ravens to move the football, they were going to have to run. I mean, Lamar Jackson was 12-17, 107 yards. He did throw two touchdowns. But there were some throws. It, it from Lamar Jackson that you wonder, how on earth is he an NFL quarterback? He made some horrendous throws. Now, he made some plays with his legs, and then he made a couple of really nice throws into the corner of the end zone. But he he is not a consistent guy that's going to beat you with his arm.
3: No, and, and, and like you said, I mean, I'm sure they're continuing to work on his – ability to pick that elbow up and to throw that ball, but I'm like you, Tom. He, he let a few go with his hand underneath the ball, and it just sailed out of his hand, and I think even Aikman pointed it out on the broadcast.
2: Yeah, and Troy also pointed out just how pathetic the Cowboy defense was, and yeah, boy, good yeah. for him. All right, so that's uh, the Cowboys lose, and they're now 3-9, and nine. but you know what? Man, they're hanging in there. They're fighting for that NFC East title, aren't they? <laughs>
3: Hey, hey, let me tell you, don't don't look now, but you might get two NFC East teams in the playoffs. But take a look at it now. It's not impossible. Stop it. What happened?
4: Not I was impossible. Saying stop it. There's no way stretch. What's that? I was just saying, there's no way you're getting two NFC East the teams, in the playoffs. Okay, well, you you go look at the standings, and,
3: and, 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 and you know what? We'll come back next segment and talk about it. Take a look, and take a look <laughs> at the schedules coming up and tell me that. Okay. <laughs> it's
2: 3.31. This is
1: Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> Recently on Unnecessary Roughness.
3: So
14: one time I was given some kind of gift that was something that you would use. It was like one of those things that you find on the infomercials, mm-hmm. where you put your hand on it and it's like a button, and it's supposed to be able to to where you can grab st- it's things. It's like a, a claw. Yeah. yeah, it looked like the thing that was in. You remember Total Recall? <laughs> and, the th- and and when they pulled that thing out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's nose, mm-hmm. that's what it looked like. And I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm never gonna stick something up my nose. Unnecessary Roughness Monday
1: through Friday noon to three on ESPN in Central Texas.
12: 2020 is almost over, and what better way to finish it off than with the Big Finish event going on now at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. We're giving the gift of employee pricing on all new Ram Long Star 1500s, and with new Ram heavy duties on the way, we have drastically reduced all remaining 2020 2500s and 3500s. Only at Cameron Autoplex can you get legendary pricing on a legendary truck. Hurry in while the getting is good during the Big Finish event at Cameron Autoplex
2: ESPN Central Texas brings you the Holiday Chill, sponsored by Coors Light. You can enter for a chance to win a Yeti prize by snapping a picture of a Coors Light display at your nearest store and text it along with your name and keyword CHILL to 254-662-166. Weekly winners selected every Friday on ESPN, and one lucky winner will receive the grand prize of 40-inch flat screen TV. Coors Light, keeping Texas chill throughout the holidays. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase necessary. Details at Centex Sportsfan.com.
13: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Small Sandwich Shop. Dez Bryant tested positive just before kickoff last night and had to sit out last night's Tuesday night game as the Ravens got past the Cowboys 34 to 17 top six teams in college football playoff rankings remain the same yesterday, including Ohio State, which stayed at number four despite uncertainty about its upcoming opponents. The Aggies are in at number five, and the Big 12 still has an outside chance in the college football playoff race, with Iowa State in at number seven. Number two Baylor hosts Stephen F. Austin tonight inside the Ferrell Center. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas immediately following the Baylor Coaches Show. Temple Wildcat coach's show tonight with Scott Stewart starting at 630 live from Wings, Pizza and Things in Temple on Fox Sports Central Texas.
1: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
2: All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Our 3 o'clock hour brought to you by cnc collision center and that's also our cnc collision center text line 254-662-1660 garrett take us to the uh to the text line
4: yeah so grumpy old fan asked the question he said if it's not the scheme and it's not the players then what is the problem they said is that is it up in the front office or what's going on
3: well that's uh, <laughs> I, I don't know i can't answer that what what i mean it's got to be one or the other doesn't it i mean that's I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, personally, the scheme, it, it's both. I, I'd say if it's not, if it's not, I think it's both. I think the scheme has showed you that this, these players that they have are not capable of playing this scheme, and I'm talking about they have more uh, uh, up-the-field rush guys than they do two-gap guys, which they're playing a scheme that's a two-gap scheme, and then they – When they play that two-gap scheme, they don't set the edge at all. Secondary-wise, I don't know that I've ever seen a secondary that's that's worse than the Cowboys right now. I really don't. I mean, it's and that's hard to say. And again, last night they turned somebody scot-free. Number three runs a deep two, and and they don't even cover him. I mean, let let's just let's play this defense. Don't cover that guy and see if they'll hit him for a touchdown. It's uh, it, it's it's maddening. It's crazy to watch. Uh, I, I don't even know how Mike McCarthy could step to the podium last night and say, "Well, I don't think it's I, I don't think there's anything wrong with our scheme." Because as, the, as as the head coach, you better be going in. You better be watching this film today. And if it's not your scheme, then you better find out how many mental errors were made in last night's football game, and then. Once you see all of those mental errors that are made, if it's not your scheme, then somebody didn't set the edge, somebody didn't cover number three, somebody decided not to wrong arm spill power, somebody decided not to fill on, 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 the, on the backside brush or the, or the backside draw play, which they ran about six times for about a nine, yard, nine yards an average game. Somebody has to be held accountable for that. And if it's your coaching staff, that's caught, that, 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 that it's, you know, you're getting mental errors and you're not practicing that, then that is a problem. So I, I, I don't know that I have the answer right now, but I'm going to continue to watch this and I'm going to tell you since about week three, and I know you guys have heard me say this, I have said that Mike Nolan is not doing a very good job. And I, I don't know what other conclusion you can come to other than that.
2: And you, you bring up an interesting point about number three. I, and I was watching the game last night and and again, you're right, we're not in a huddle. we don't know what the call was, but it certainly looked like and at least Troy brought it up too. It looked like everybody was playing man to man and then you have one guy looked like he was playing zone. Yeah. and he just turned him loose.
3: right. So, so so that's what I'm saying. So where where is the mental error coming from? Is it coming from the communication? Because I don't believe they ran a motion that play, so it's not like you checked the coverage during the play. That had to that that had to come straight off of the sideline. So who didn't get the call? Who didn't who didn't you know who wasn't able to communicate to the other guys? Hey, this is what we're this is what we're playing right here, and and, and then to come out and almost to insult your intelligence by saying, well, I don't think it's a scheme. I, come on, man, i I'm not I'm not real smart. But I'm a hell of a lot smarter than that. Is he
2: just – and, again, I'm asking you to to think for Mike McCarthy, but is he trying to protect his players because he knows his players made a bunch of mental mistakes last night? And they've made a bunch of mental mistakes nearly every night that they go on the field?
3: I, I, I would say he's trying to protect Mike Nolan, who gave him his first job and his opportunity to be a coordinator in the NFL. That's what I would say if you're asking me the question, and that's just me being able to know that, you know, Mike McCarthy, uh, you know, he he wanted to be the offensive coordinator at San Francisco when Mike Nolan was the head coach, and Mike Nolan gave him his first opportunity to be a coordinator and call the plays. So I'm assuming, uh, and that's not always the best thing to do, that, the responsibility or the loyalty is there between Mike McCarthy and Mike
4: Nolan.
2: Back to the uh, CNC Collision Center text lines.
4: Sorry, I was on the phone with a, a caller. Leon says that um, he's he's calling for all the coaches to be fired because they can't teach. Now, I, I don't think Nolan's going to come back next season, but I'm pretty sure McCarthy's going to get another try. What, what do you all think about that? Well, I I do think that it would be hard to
3: justify firing Mike McCarthy. I have said since week three, a- after the third week of the season, that is, that if you're still having the mental errors that they had the first three weeks of the season, I would have moved on from Mike McCarthy then. And I think I even said on this show, and Garrett, you can tell me if mm. I'm wrong, I, I said at that time – that George Edwards, who is still on this staff as a defensive analyst, right. I would have put him in control and let him be the coordinator. He had come from Minnesota where he'd worked for Mike Zimmer. He had previously worked on this staff with me when I was here. He was the linebacker coach, and so he, he does have some familiarity with the Jones and the Jones family. But the fact that they have continued to stick by – Mike Nolan, Mike McCarthy has, and say, hey, th- it's not the scheme. A- a- and the, the fact that he hasn't moved on from him mm-hmm. concerns me. The second thing that concerns me is the lack of experience from a secondary coach. They hired Linguist, who was from Texas A&M, and then Al Harris, who had played for McCarthy in Green Bay. He had played in Philadelphia previous to that Uh I think you it reeks and smells of inexperience in the secondary. But, I, you know, they also don't have very good players. So I'm, I think there's, there's definitely some issues here. And, and I'll say this, and, and, and this may, I may be a little bit out of my lane here, but if Mike McCarthy continues to stand by Mike Nolan mm-hmm. and, and will not fire him, will not move on from him, then it may be one of those situations where Jerry has no
4: choice but to move on from Mike McCarthy. Right. And We we have another text here. I think is interesting. It's from a 254644 number. He says he got into an argument with his boss today at work about Vander Esch. Uh, The boss apparently said Vander Esch was the heart of this defense. Our texture says that he isn't. I'm kind of with the texture. I don't think anybody is really the heart of the defense. I I don't see one leader who has kind of stepped up and, and laid claim to being the leader of that side of the ball.
3: Well, and and, and I guess my question would be how how do you know who the leader is because they continue to make so many mental busts. Now, on the first touchdown where uh, Lamar Jackson just ran the little zone read and spit it up in there, uh, the Cowboys were in a 46, you you know, we call it a bear look where they cover both the center and both guards are covered, the old Chicago Bears is, you know, that was something that Buddy Ryan ran, and they were in cover zero, which means they were man coverage across the board. So Vander Esch, it looked like stepped into the wrong gap, had the wrong gap responsibility. And I think after the game, he came out and said, hey, I made a mistake on that play. As far as a leader on this defense, I do think that Vander Esch has the qualities as a Mike linebacker. He has the traits, he has the speed, he's got, uh, you know, he he calls the defense, makes the checks. I would say that he needs to be the leader, but I'm also saying that he's not very confident right now in what he's doing and how he's playing. And again, I'm not pertinent to the calls. I just go on what I see and, and, and what I see on the film and the best that I can give you from an analytical standpoint.
2: All right, uh, 345, 15 away from four. Guess what? Ohio State and Northwestern are going to play for the Big Ten Championship. We'll talk about that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Just call
12: BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services. Your need is our priority. Call BP Services at 254. 254- 292-8908 Your need is our priority. 292-8908 Your need is our priority.
5: The staff at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac in Waco loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the US Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign and they're asking for your help. Now through December 11th, listeners are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to the dealership and drop it in the bed of the 2021 GMC Sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase a new or pre-owned vehicle, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will place toys under their Christmas tree for the Marines to distribute in your name. Toys for Tots is an annual program that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas while also assisting them in becoming responsible, productive, and patriotic citizens. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac.
13: Riverside Pool and Spock Air serves the greater central Texas area, and they're offering holiday lighting services, including custom-cut lights to fit individual homes or businesses, installation and removal of lights, LED lights that last longer than traditional lighting, and storage in off-season at no additional charge. They offer free estimates. Call or text Chase Hood at 254-715-1175 or email him at riversidepoolswaco at gmail.com. They'd love the opportunity to serve you. Riverside Pool and Spock Air.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
13: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Small Sandwich Shop. Des Bryant tested positive just before kickoff last night and had to set out last night's Tuesday night game as the Ravens got past the Cowboys 34-17. The top six teams in college football playoff rankings remain the same yesterday, including Ohio State, which stayed at number four despite uncertainty about its upcoming opponents. The Aggies are in at number five, and the Big 12 still has an outside chance in the college football playoff race, with Iowa State in at number seven number two Baylor host Stephen F. Austin tonight inside the Ferrell Center. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas immediately following the Baylor Coaches Show. The Temple Wildcat Coaches Show tonight with Scott Stewart starting at 630 live from Wings, Pizza and Things in Temple on Fox Sports Central Texas.
1: Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas.
2: 3:49. We're 11 now away for four. This is ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Stretch, Garrett, and you on a uh, Wednesday afternoon. We've got another beautiful day in the heart of Texas. Boy, I tell you what, this is a Chamber of Commerce weather, guys. This is this is good stuff here.
3: Perfect, absolutely. It really is. I mean, I to be to be the 9th of December and to have these kind of temperatures. I, I, it's I 80 I, degrees. I I'm not saying I'm one of those La Nina, El Nina, whatever, uh, meteorologist guys, but it's it really is. It's unbelievable how beautiful it is. Now, La Nina, now who is that? That's that girl that lives around the street. And she works. She, she works during the afternoons. And and uh, well, I'm not gonna say that. That'd be would be the wrong All thing right, to uh, say. All
2: right, 3:50 to the way from four. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, it, it's coming out now. The uh, you know no big surprise, but the uh, the the Big Ten did their doings and they're gonna allow Ohio State to play Northwestern State for the uh, for the Big Ten Championship. So and again, what they do, that's fine. But what changed? They determined several months ago that the body of work needed to be six games in order to get a uh, to you know to to get into this game to be a part of this game. You needed to play at least six regular season games. I simply ask, what changed,
3: <laughs> Tom? Uh, you 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 know what changed? What changed was nothing cuz it's all about the dead presidents all about the money That's all it, it,
2: is. it is it's a, it's a financial decision isn't it
3: yeah it's 100% it's a financial decision and when you've got when you've got ADs from rival programs commenting on their biggest rival and and a- almost grabbing the pom-poms and cheering for them that's you're how you talking know about like it. the
2: michigan michigan AD <laughs> Did today is that, that what you're referring that to? Without calling
3: out names, I, I I I I will. I guess Stretch was just trying to give you a little riddle here, and it took you about five seconds to fiddle out. I fig fiddle out, figure it out. That's why I'm not a riddler. It, it was amazing what he
2: said. Uh, and again, as soon as it was rolling out of his mouth, you went, "Okay, this is about money. There is no two ways about it. This is this is a financial decision for everybody else in the league. They got to have their bell cow." Ohio State in this in this instance, they need them in the game and they need them in the uh, they need them in the college football playoff.
3: <laughs> Absolutely, they do. And 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 guess what? That the, their response is it's good for the league. It's good for the league. And you know what? If we don't want them to play, what we thought would take take uh, the lion's share of saying, "Hey, we we'll be the first ones to step out and say we're not going to play this year." Oh, well, wait a minute. We'll be the last ones back in, and they'll be the first ones to say, oh, we don't really need that big of a sample set to get our show pony into the college football playoff. Uh, you know what? The, 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 the Big Ten stinks. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so ready to move on from some of them, and, that, and that's, that's hard for me to say because some of the most storied football in America and, and, and I love the history of football, some of the most storied football in America, some of the best programs. You, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, Nebraska. I mean, great programs. Penn State, great programs. But what they've done this year and how they've gone about their business and kind of how they've unrolled, what is just an absolute, it doesn't even, I, I won't even put the word plan on it. It's not a plan. It's, they're just flying around by the seat of their pants with everything that they do. And
2: they can use the pandemic and, and you know, we, we live in uncertain times to say that we're going to make our own rules and we're just going to change them as we go. And it is their rules at the end of the day, and that's fine. But at least come out and, and tell the truth. Say, hey, look, we're doing this because this is what we need to do as a league to get our bell cow into the dance. And that's what it's about, and that's all that it's about. So, there you go. So, but I was in. Garrett, you and I talked about this. not stretch you and I did too earlier today on the phone. When you stop and start looking at at schedules, and I know that that's just one of the 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 things that the the mm-hmm. committee looks at. It, I I could shuffle Notre Dame's name over to Clemson, Clemson down to A and and M, and you really wouldn't know the difference. I will say this. From a scheduling standpoint, the Aggies had to play Alabama and Florida back-to-back. Yep. And that's a task. And they went one-and-one one in that little situation. So why is, why is Notre Dame two and Clemson three and, and, and A&M five?
3: I, I'm, I'm guessing that that's, that's them being the college football playoff committee. That's them saying, hey, they – They've passed our eye test or we feel like th- this is where they should be. And they, you know, they're, 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 they're I'm, I'm sure that, and, and not not to take anything away from those guys because we would always be talking about this no matter what. But when you get the disparity that you get right now, Tom, in number of games, to, to me that should affect how you view somebody.
2: Oh, I agree. Uh, wholeheartedly. I, i just, my, 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 initial thought was Notre Dame arguably, well, not even arguably. I mean, if, if, you know nothing about college football, you know, you know, the fighting Irish, you know, you know, Newt, right. You know that you, it, Notre Dame is, is, is a brand. I mean, it's like the Celtics in the NBA. It's, it, you know, it's, it's the Yankees in baseball. Notre Dame is to college football what the Yankees are to Major League Baseball. There's just it's a brand and you want your brand anytime you want you can get your brand into the big showcase you want your brand there right
3: well of course and this is the other thing that we said when we spoke earlier was you know go back before we had the college football playoff hey we had we were we were talking about who was getting in the in the bigger bowl games and the discussion was who travels better we want this team because they travel better. We don't want that team because they don't travel very good. It's still all about money.
2: It's 3.56. Speaking of money, four minutes away from four, got to step aside. And when we come back, we'll get into some high school football. Excuse me. We'll do that when we continue here on ESPN Central Texas.
16: Genco has extended their offer till December 31st to refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Refinancing will lower your interest rate, which then lowers your monthly payment. You pay less for your vehicle. Rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and keep your money. 90 days worth of money. Only at Genco FCU. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership, eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA Equal Housing Lender.
13: Hey Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you wanna breathe, second, you wanna seal, and third, you wanna defend. Today, we're gonna talk about defending your roof against nature's elements. We replace every layer of your roof properly, and that starts with going all the way down to your deck. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time.
0: TFNB, your bank for life, wants to congratulate the Crawford Pirates on a great football season. We're rooting for you in the playoffs. With 5 locations in Central Texas, TFNB has been your choice for hometown banking since 1889. Learn more or open an account with us at tfnbtx.com. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Go Pirates. Riverside Pool and Spa Air serves the greater
13: central Texas area, and they're offering holiday lighting services, including custom-cut lights to fit individual homes or businesses, installation and removal of lights, LED lights that last longer than traditional lighting, and storage in off-season at no additional charge. They offer free estimates. Call or text Chase Hood at 254-715-1175 or email him at riversidepoolswaco at gmail.com. They'd love the opportunity to serve you. Riverside Pool and Spa Care.
11: Guys, Christmas gift season is here, and Morrison Gifts has the solution to your gift giving. Morrison's has been Waco's gift solution since 1979 and offers free gift wrapping, free delivery, and offers a great holiday layaway program. Pay half at the time of purchase and the other half before Christmas. At Morrison's Gifts, we also do corporate gifts and gift baskets. A Baylor alumni business, Morrison Gifts, is located in the Brazos Place Shopping Center next to Jason's Deli.
17: The staff at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac in Waco loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and they're asking for your help. Now through December 11th, listeners are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to the dealership and dropping it off in the bed of the 2021 GMC era pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase a new or pre-owned vehicle, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will place toys under their Christmas tree for the Marines to distribute in your name. Toys for Tots, an annual program that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas, while also assisting them in becoming responsible, productive, and patriotic citizens. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac.
1: KRZI Waco K222DC Waco Station
7: is now the ultimate power in the universe
1: K265DV Temple This is ESPN Central Texas <laughs>
2: All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Straight up and down 4 o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon or 4 o'clock hours brought to you by Goodfeet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. Tom Stretch, Garrett, glad to have you with us. Let's just switch gears a little bit here and let's talk some high school football, fellas. I'm looking forward to it uh, Thursday night. Uh, you got Crawford going out to Brownwood and Gordonwood Stadium to take on uh, Post and, and – it really should be an exciting football game. It's the state semifinals in Class Two A Division One. So, I mean, you, you you are down to down to the nitty gritty, and uh, it it could be one mistake here that decides this game. It, it could be one big play over here. This is what it's all about, right here. This is this is the exciting. I mean, this is you're down to the final four.
3: Yeah, and, and T- Tom, you you said it. I mean, it's it's one play here. It's one big return there. It's one, and, and, and it's all phases of the game. Anything can happen. When you get to this point, it, it is a razor-thin margin for winning and losing, and I think that's what makes all of this so exciting, and it makes it so fun to watch, and that that's the stigma that kind of attaches itself to Texas high school football, is you have these evenly matched teams who are really good football teams and like you said it's one critical stop here it's one play there it's one turnover here it's one big return there i mean there's a lot there there's a lot that you have to you know and and i'm sure both of these coaches are talking to their teams about that hey man i don't know when it's going to be your turn but at some point in this football game there's going to be a big football play and it's, it's going to go forever. I mean, you know, schools talk about these plays forever, especially when you get to this level of, of, of the playoffs.
2: And you have, and that's a great point. And yes, occasionally when you get to this juncture, you have blowouts. There's one thing, it clearly is. One team is better than the other. But for, for the most part, you have teams that are pretty evenly matched. you got outstanding football teams. They may be totally different in in style and presentation, but they're still really outstanding football teams. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Earlier today on the uh, program Unnecessary Roughness with uh, Stephen and, and Ward and Q, Greg Tepper from uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and Fox Sports Southwest w- was on the program, and he talked about uh, some of these Central Texas matchups.
14: Uh, let's start off with taps. Uh, we had Riker head coach uh, Tyler Holcomb. He was on the show yesterday. They have an opportunity to play a state championship game this uh, this Saturday against uh, Shiner St. Paul. It's going to be right down the street. Matter of fact, at a Midway Panthers Stadium, it, it, they're they're going to go into the game as an underdog. But how much, in your opinion, of an underdog will they be, and, and what do they have to do to come out with a victory?
18: Yeah, you know, it, it, first and foremost, it's it's been such a fantastic year for for them there, and 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 look. Uh, I think that he's right in saying that they are going to be underdogs. You know, this is a uh, this is a, a, a Shiner St. Paul team that uh, is, has been uh, one of the best teams in the state and one of the most consistent teams in the state pretty much at any level. You know, basically they had one hiccup to San Antonio Holy Cross earlier in the year, but besides that, they have been humming along. And the thing uh, for them that, that I think is going to need to be interesting is if they've got to find a way to slow down this high-powered Shiner St. Paul attack. This is a, a an offense— that can that can really get out and go. And so if you are Riker, you got to lean on that defense. And you got to lean on, on on making sure you're not allowing them to run the ball because that's what they're going to do. They line it up and they're big and physical. And so if you're Riker, a priority one is stopping the run. If you do that, things are going to everything else is going to fall into place for you because I'm not sure, I'll say this about Shiner St. Paul, I don't think their defense has really had to make critical stops down the stretch. They kind of run away and hid – from people and the defense has been good, but it it it's only had to be good. You need to put them in a position where they need to be great. I think Rikers got a shot in this one. I think they are underdogs. I don't I don't think there's really much doubt about that, but but what a job by by, uh, by that coaching staff uh, to go in and get them prepared for this game, get them into the to this moment, especially when it looked like, look, I mean, let's not forget, they were one and four at one point. I mean, they were one and four, and honestly, I think a lot of people have kind of written them off. But to rally, to get hot late, uh, to to play, to, to win the games that they need to, in, in, including, I would say that that win over Temple Central Texas Christian a couple weeks ago was a uh, a program shifting type win for Riker. Uh, so you doubt them at their own peril. They're feeling really good about themselves. I think Shiner St. Paul is the favorite, but, uh, but I think Rikers got every reason to believe they could come out with a championship.
5: Greg, we talked a lot last week about that Bosqueville-Crawford game, and Crawford ends up rolling in that one. Now they take on a post team who's been just rolling people all year long. Uh, do you have a favorite in that matchup? What do you think about uh, how those two teams match up uh, on Thursday? Yeah,
18: it, it's a fascinating matchup because it's two teams that are kind of looking in the mirror at one another uh, and something's got to give because these are two absolutely ridiculous defenses right now. I, I mean, what Franklin did last week, to, or rather what, uh, what, uh, what Crawford did last week to Boskieville. Ranks up there with one of the most stunning defensive efforts we've seen all year long. Now I know Bostonville didn't play well. I think that I think they admit that, but you know Crawford forced a lot of mistakes from them, and it is very very impressive to see what they've been able to do. Well, now they're going up against Post, and Post has made a habit of putting up unbelievable defensive efforts. Their past couple of weeks against uh, in, in shutout wins over Panhandle and over Cisco, they took on offenses that were among the most explosive in the state, and they not only shut them out. They just they stifled them. I think they held them both under 100 total yards. I mean, it is, it is absurd what this post defense is doing. And so, to me, the name of the game for Crawford is they've got to be able to be a little bit more offensively diverse than they have been, you know, because Crawford's got a name of the game. The name of the game for them is we're going to line it up, we're going to run it at you. We're going to use Breck Chambers. You know, we're going to use Garrett Pearson. We're going to line it up and run it at you. That's probably not going to work as much as they have had success with against posts. Post is in many ways a South Texas team playing in West Texas, and they are big and physical, and and just they're a big, they're they're physically large, and so that's going to be a challenge for Crawford to match up with their size. The other the other problem for them, I think, is that Post is a little bit more offensively diverse. You know, uh, Bosqueville, I think, came in didn't play particularly well, and in a lot of ways. Crawford went in there and made them one-dimensional. If you're if you're post, or if you're or if you're Crawford this week, you got to deal with it. A quarterback in Slade Pittman, you got to deal with a running back in Ashton Jefferson. And furthermore, let's also not forget, and I think this matters: these are kids that have been here before. They they played for a title last year. Post has the playoff experience edge, if you believe in that. So I, I think Post is your favorite. I think the biggest question for uh, for Crawford is what can they do besides run the ball Can can they have an effective passing game if they're able to loosen up that post defense a little bit and continue to get a fantastic defensive effort like they've been getting the past couple of weeks then they've got a shot but i do think that the bold gold are probably the favorite
13: temple wildcats host a playoff game against waxahachie coming out of that district of doom and waxahachie at five and four uh, that record's a little bit bit deceiving because of the district they play in isn't it
18: you're 100% right. You're 100% right that I think that this is this is the peril of this time of year that you look at Temple and you go, oh, well, they're nine and one, they're just rolling along, they've been the one of the best teams in the state, and you look at Walk Hatch and you go, oh, five and four, why are they even in the playoffs? But this is a team that is a lot better than their record indicates, and, and I think that it starts on the ground. I think that they run the ball really well with Sean Cherry uh, and with uh, with Brandon Hawkins Jr. This is a team that that runs the ball exceptionally well, and I also think. In a lot of ways, I think their defense is starting to round into form. I think that they're starting to play the, their, their best football right now. I think a couple of weeks ago uh, to get that win over Midway and then to beat uh, to beat Waco High and to hold them down, I thought was awfully impressive. And so, look, if you're if if you're Temple, you got to be in there and you got to go in there treating this this extremely seriously. You can't be caught looking at the record because this is a good enough team to beat you. And, and furthermore, I think that the, that the the game plan for Wauwatosa is pretty easy which is run the ball, keep the ball away from Temple, keep the ball away uh, uh, from that, that high-powered Wildcats attack, shorten this game, take the air out of the ball, and then try to win this game late. That's how you pull the upset. That's how to po- pull the upset. And, by the way, Temple has, in some respects, been susceptible to that game plan historically over the past couple of years. Now, that said, I think it's a diff- different Temple team. And, and, and I keep going back to this. I, keep, uh, I, I know I sound like a broken record on this show, but I look at this year for temple as kind of a bonus year okay every game they play from here on out is such a good like such a good i uh like like sign for for them going forward into 2021 because the team is remarkably young you're gonna get a ton of youngsters big big time playoff experience big time big game big stage experience and that is going to pay dividends down the road and so if you're scott stewart and you're this uh you're 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 rolling in here into the playoffs you're thinking, yeah, of course, we want to go out there. we want to win some gold balls. We want to go out there and advance far in the playoffs. We want to go out there and win a state championship, but in a lot of ways, you're also thinking, you know what? every single week we get to practice from here on out is a it like pays off twofold down the street down the stretch next next year whenever you bring back a large majority of these players. so, this is an important game I think from a program development perspective uh, for Temple just to go out there to take care of a team that I think you're better than in a playoff game and get another playoff game under your belt for the for the future.
2: That is uh, Greg Tepper from uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and Fox Sports Southwest talking uh, about some of the high school matchups that uh, going on in our area. Uh, this weekend, and of course, uh, Crawford on Thursday night, Temple on Friday night. And and uh, we wish uh, all of them the very best, wish Riker the very best, hope that they come away with a state championship when they play, I believe, Saturday at noon over Panther Stadium in Hewitt. So should be a lot of fun. It's a 410, 10 minutes after 4 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And we'll roll along here on a Wednesday afternoon.
5: This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com.
6: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be another chilly night across central Texas with lows reaching the mid-40s with mostly clear skies and winds coming in from the south around 5 miles per hour. Thursday will start off with temperatures in the mid to upper 40s. It will be another warm day with highs in the mid to upper 70s in the afternoon with mostly sunny skies. Friday will be warm ahead of a cold front with highs in the upper 60s and lower 70s with mostly cloudy skies and a 60% chance of showers and storms in the afternoon and evening. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
1: And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light. Mountain Cold Refreshment, made to chill after the short but cold beer run from hot tub to cabin. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, in Golden, Colorado, celebrate responsibly. The game of football is about pain. Ever since I was five years old, it's been all about football. It's been about running, jumping, blocking, tackling. I stopped playing at 31.
10: You're listening to Michael Robinson, retired pro fullback.
1: I thought that foot pain was going to be with me for the rest of my life. I'm so glad I met Good Feet. I'm so glad. Those arch supports are in my
13: shoes. See what they can do for you with the free art support fitting at the Good Feast Store in Waco located near Cabela's
16: genco has extended their offer till december 31st to refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments refinancing will lower your interest rate which then lowers your monthly payment you pay less for your vehicle rates as low as 1.75 percent for 48 months apply online today and keep your money 90 days worth of money only at genco fcu Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to jencofcu.org. NCUA equal housing lender.
0: TFNB, your bank for life, wants to congratulate the Crawford Pirates on a great football season. We're rooting for you in the playoffs. With five locations in Central Texas, TFNB has been your choice for hometown banking since 1889. Learn more or open an account with us at tfnbtx.com tfnb your bank for life member fdic go pirates don't miss the real texas
13: gun show coming up saturday december 19th and sunday december 20th at the bell county expo center the real texas gun show is a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with the large dealers that buy sell and trade firearms their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of texas and the variety is so big you don't want to miss it if they don't have it They'll make it. The next real Texas gun show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. Social distancing will be enforced and a temperature check will be conducted at the door.
9: Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Does that sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center and talk about the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, plus boat-enhancing technology. Technologies for superior hole shot, top speed and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards, go boldly.
10: At Community Bank & Trust, we continue to add new and improved features to our mobile and digital banking systems. Our new person-to-person payment system allows our customers to instantly send money to friends and family, no matter where they bank. Customers using our debit card just log in online, input the friend's cell phone number or email address, and the money will be sent P2P to them. With Community Bank & Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC.
2: if you uh, really want to make Christmas a special time this season, here's the ultimate present for you and your family, a brand-new SUV, truck, or car from Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You know, every last one of these vehicles is deeply discounted during the big finish event now underway at Allen Samuels. And here's some great news. Most of these vehicles still feature 0% APR financing through Chrysler Capital, plus no payments for 90 days. Alan Samuels is your Central Texas Ram Headquarters. And remember, Ram is the Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. And uh, you can check out all those beautiful Ram trucks at Alan Samuels. And and, of course, they have an amazing selection of Ram trucks. And if they haven't got the one you're looking for, that specific one, hey, they'll find it for you. They've got a, multi- they got a multiple Allen Samuel dealerships all across the country and, and connections all across the country, so they could find that vehicle that you're looking for. A customer first award of excellence winner, we're talking about Allen Samuel's Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Stop by and sell them. Uh, we said hello, and we sent you by. All right, uh, 16 after 4 o'clock, four sixteen. this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. It, we were talking earlier today, uh, the Big Ten has, has gone ahead and they're going to they're gonna go ahead and let Ohio State and Northwestern State play for the, uh, for the Big Ten championship. And, you know, that's all a part of uh, jockeying for position in the college football playoffs. And Jimbo Fisher, the head coach of the Texas Aggies, was uh, on the uh, Paul Feinbaum show talking about the playoff system. The only way you're
7: going to find out who's better is put them on the field together. We can debate in a room and look at stats and this and numbers and point differential and game control, but to me, you got to do it. And so maybe getting the five conference champions, maybe getting the next three best teams somehow, some way, getting eight teams on the field, because I think if you get that many, maybe it goes up after that, I don't know. And then putting all your bowl games into that, making those bowl games relevant, your New Year's six days and putting the playoffs into that or something happens. But I do think it's got to because we're having too many opinions choose something. And your opinion is based on what a team plays and who they play. And it's, and in college football, we don't interact in place, not like pro football. So I don't think you can. And I think inevitably it's got to grow to make sure you're
2: getting everybody in it you need to get in it, my opinion. Oh my God! Will you play that again? Just keep just keep it on a loop. I mean, he's a three, he's three thousand percent correct in my opinion. <laughs> if 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 you're having to to vote and if, you're, if there's an opinion in the process, it's it's truly not a playoff in my opinion.
3: When I saw that, uh, I, the first thing I did was bark at Garrett and make sure you you find this because it sounds as if Jimbo Fisher and Tom Barfield are old Sigma Nu fraternity <laughs> brothers singing the same <laughs> song. Oh, that's funny. That's
2: like, so, I, mean, <laughs> I, I want to get you seriously. I want your thoughts. Stretch. I want your thoughts, Garrett. I mean, mm-hmm. is, is 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 he off base? Is he dead on? I mean, is is it? I mean, wh- what do you think when you hear that?
3: No, he's he, absolutely. I mean, what when you hear what in theory we'd lo, we'd all like to see, which no matter what, we can put all the analytics up there, we can put all the like he was saying port, point differential, style points, this defense, that offense, this kicker, those special team. You can do all that, but ultimately, you got to play on the field and I I mean, he's right Tom with what he's saying. I think the question becomes, how, you know, how do you put it together, and can you get everybody to agree on the fact that I, I, I think it needs to be an 18 playoff? Again, I'm just laughing because it sounds you and him uh-huh. <laughs> sound like y'all been giving each other the password to the honeycomb hideout.
4: I, I think <laughs> he's right as well, honestly. But to me, if you and I, I'm all for expanding it when and I'm pretty sure right now it's we're still at four because of contracts and everything, but even when you do go to 8 you're still going to have people on the outside looking in saying well why isn't it 10 you're never going to please anybody but i do agree that it should be settled on the field
2: well what 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 you do with 8 and as he pointed out you get the five conference champions so you, you, that's not a that's not a conversation piece anymore that's not a debate those right. five they're in now you got to determine guys, how you go get those other three. And and if you guys remember, there was a system I thought was pretty darn close. It was called the VCS uh, that they they used. The only thing I – and I think they tweaked it. helped me stretch. It's been a while. But, you you know, the one thing about the system was it it, it encouraged people to run up the score because of style points. But then they took that part out of the equation, and and then it turned it into a pretty good uh, little system on determining – you know, who's one, two, three, and four, and all that kind of
3: stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, and I think that's what Jimbo Fisher was, uh, you, you know, what he was talking about when he said point differential, right? I mean, all those mm. things and, uh, you know, talking about if you beat a certain team that was ranked a certain, uh, you, you know, at a certain position and you hung a half hundred on them, how was that going to affect where you were, were in the BCS? So, yeah, Tom, you're, you're, you're right in saying that, and that is something that, that they've used I, I still think that I, and what Jimbo Fisher was saying right there is really I think the same thing Tom that you've been saying which is hey we need to we need to just get the best eight teams we can still use the New Year's Day bowl games we can still use that setup and all the you know all the tradition the pageantry that matches that and then out of the, you know out of out of those eight out of those eight teams, obviously, you trim it to four to two to one. And I think I, I think that's right. And I think it would eliminate a lot of these situations where, you know, we're talking about, you know, this conference, that conference being down, uh, all of those type things because, you know, the Pac-12 is, is, is not going to get a team in, and even if SC – is undefeated, I think you're going to get some argument from that side.
2: Yeah, and, and you're right. And th- this year is different, and I get that. I mean, particularly for the Big Ten and the Pac-12, I mean, they got the late start by choice, but they got the late start. But if everything's on the uh, on the up and up and everything's, you know, an even playing field, so to speak, uh, maybe next fall, it, it just makes sense to me that, that you, you find a way to get – all five of those conference champions, and then figure out a way. There People smart, much smarter than me, to figure out how to get the three at-large teams, and that gives to me. It, it gives it gives the Cincinnatis and the BYUs, and I mean, because those guys deserve an opportunity as well. Stretch. I mean, right now, today. I mean, honestly, look how many college football teams start the season. And they have a 0 I mean a 0% chance to get to a championship. Yeah. They may be able to get to their conference championship, but they have a 0% chance of getting to the national championship. Right,
3: and I think you're talking about a team like Coastal Carolina who sure. you, know, you know who does who does do a great job of beating BYU. I think you're talking about a Sun Belt team like you know Louisiana Lafayette. One of those teams that you feel like okay at the beginning of the year has and they do they have absolutely zero chance to get into that top 4 but might they get to a, you know a position of being eight if they go undefeated and do things like they did this year you know beat a big 12 team or do the things that you know get them up in that in that upper echelon so you're right i mean i think it needs to be out there and it needs to be an opportunity that that uh, everybody has to you know to go and play for that championship.
2: Well and, and I've said this a million times and you in 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 the world of sports minus division 1 college football, you play your way into a championship game. In division 1 college football, you play your way out. I mean, the only way that Alabama's not there is if they go and get beat. Correct. You know what I mean? That's and usually they got to get beat
3: twice, right?
2: Yeah, you're yeah you're, you're exactly right. So and and that's my point. I mean, if in, in any other shape, form, or fashion of football, whether it be the NFL or high school football or whatever, if you lose, you're out. If you win, you advance, win and move on. That's not the case in Division One college football. Not while you're voting.
3: right. Gotcha. I mean, you're, you're, you're exactly right. You And you talked about that last segment. It's about – it really is. It's about the brand. It's about, uh, you, you know, I, hey, we, every year we – like you said, I mean, it's the Yankees. It's the Lakers. It's, it's, it's the brand that uh, attracts those types of uh, – you, you know, well, yeah, Alabama lost the game, but, boy, look at this SEC schedule and what they did. And so – they're they're always jockeying for that spot, and you know, in that in, in, in and and quite frankly, they should be. The SEC is the best conference in the game. We all know that. Absolutely,
2: and and that's why we were talking earlier when you start looking at A and M schedule. I, I, how do you justify them being five? But I mean, that's a totally different. We could have that conversation for three or four segments. I mean, I don't know if we'll ever come up with the correct answer. All right. It's 425. <laughs> 25 after four. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Unnecessary
14: Roughness. So one time I was given some kind of gift that was something that you would use. It was like one of those things that you find on the infomercials mm-hmm. where you put your hand on it and it's like a button and it's supposed to be able to. To where you can grab st- it's things It's like a, a claw. Yeah. yeah. It looked like the thing that was in, you remember Total Recall? <laughs> and, the, and, and when they pulled that thing out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's nose, mm-hmm. that's what it looked like. And I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm never going to stick something up
1: my nose. Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to three on ESPN. In Central Texas.
11: Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big-screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, Gumbo, and Voodoo Shrimp, plus fan favorites like Juicy Burgers and Fresh Salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. The staff at Richard Carr Buick
5: GMC Cadillac in Waco loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and they're asking for your help. Now through December 11th, listeners are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to the dealership and dropping it in the bed of the 2021 GMC Sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also... If you purchase a new or pre-owned vehicle, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will place toys under their Christmas tree for the Marines to distribute in your name. Toys for Tots is an annual program that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas while also assisting them in becoming responsible, productive, and patriotic citizens. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac.
13: Riverside Pool and Spock Air serves the greater central Texas area, and they're offering holiday lighting services, including custom-cut lights to fit individual homes or businesses, installation and removal of lights, LED lights that last longer than traditional lighting, and storage in off-season at no additional charge. They offer free estimates. Call or text Chase Hood at 254-715-1175 or email him at riversidepoolswaco at gmail.com. They'd love the opportunity to serve you. Riverside Pool and Spock Air.
15: One step at a time, America's moving forward. Life is opening up, and the Good Feet Store has too. With safety measures in place, we're ready to serve you.
13: See what they can do for you with the free arch support fitting at the Goodfeet Store in Waco, located near Cabela's.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
4: I'm Garrett Ross with the ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. As Baylor gets set to host Stephen F. Austin tonight, the voice of the Lumberjacks, Ron Myers, talked about the success the Jacks have had upsetting opponents over the past few seasons. We've done a really good job of going on the road and playing well against quality opponents, and that obviously, if you want to try to be a solid mid-major basketball program, that's what you got to do. And as you mentioned, you know the Duke win a year ago was huge because they didn't—they don't lose non-conference games at home. But those are huge wins for us. And when you can start to do it on a on a little bit more regular basis, it's
15: uh, it's certainly fun.
4: The Dallas Cowboys are now in last place of the NFC East after falling to the Ravens 34-17 last night. Dallas has a quick turnaround and will take on the Bengals Sunday at noon in Cincinnati.
1: Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central
2: Texas. <laughs> It's 429, 29 after 4. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. The 4 o'clock hour is brought to you by Goodfeet in the uh, Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. Tom and Stretch and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Hey, don't forget, uh, coming up on Friday, noon to 3 at Diamore Fine Jewelers, it'll be Unnecessary Roughness. And then uh, at 3 o'clock on Friday afternoon at Richard Carr, we'll be wrapping up the uh, Toys for Tots campaign with the uh, the Marine Corps. And uh, we'll be there... uh, Wrapping that up from 3 until 6, come by and say hello to Stretch, and uh, we uh, look forward to uh, all of that coming up on uh, Friday from 3 until 6 at Richard Carr. So there you go. That's uh, some of the activities going on as far as uh, the radio station is concerned. It's uh, 4.30 again in a beautiful afternoon, blue sky, sunshine, and 80 degrees. Coming up tonight, we've got basketball. You know, the game last night with Nickel State was – was uh, postponed because of uh, COVID issues with nickel State. So, the uh, the, the the staff went into overdrive, and, and congratulations to Scott Drew and his guys. They were able to secure a game for tonight, and they'll take on Stephen F. Austin. Both teams will enter at three and zero, uh, and it's an opportunity stretch to play if you if you're the Bears before you get into conference play against Texas.
3: Yeah, some play play. I like how you say it, Tom. Play against somebody besides the same guys you've been scrimmaging against since For the, the start last of week camp. and a half.
2: Right. that's exactly right. Now, and again, we'll have the broadcast. Here's how this will all unfold. We're going to have our uh, our. Uh, Coaches show starting at 5.30 this afternoon, 5.30 this afternoon for the Baylor coaches show. So we're going to kick that off a little bit early, about 30 minutes early. And then at 6.30, we'll uh, send it over to the Farrell Center for the uh, basketball game with uh, the uh, the Lumberjacks and the Bears. So uh, we'll, we'll get a little jump start on the coaches show at 5.30 to make it all kind of fit uh, in a nice, neat little bowl. So uh, keep that in mind, 5.30 for the coaches show, 6.30 for the pregame for Baylor and Stephen F. Austin. All right. Uh, one thing that I that caught my eye, and I know Garrett, you and I talked about this. Uh, Coach K and, and and Duke got beat last night, mm-hmm. but that's not the story, is it?
4: No, it's really not. He he had brought up a a question about the the bigger picture of you know playing basketball right now during the pandemic and stretch. I know you've touched upon it about how difficult this is with with the rosters and everything. So he was asked about that in a post game. And uh, here's some of his comments on playing basketball right
19: now during the pandemic. I don't think it feels right to anybody. I mean, everyone is is concerned. You know, uh, we made an assessment, or I'm not sure who leads college basketball. You know, uh, it's done by committee. You have oversight committee. You have this committee, and uh, anything that's led by committee is not agile and in handling a situation. So we made an assessment that, and there was a consensus, it it wasn't like well planned that we're gonna start November 25th. And that was made without knowing if there's gonna be, where the vaccine was, how many cases, you know, and basically it was more of a mentality of get as many games in as possible. And I would just like for, just for the safety, the mental health and the physical health of our, players and staff for their, like to assess where we're at, you know, in our, our country today, there's, you have 2000 deaths a day. You know, you have 200,000 cases, a million and a half last week. You have people saying that the next six weeks are going to be the worst. To me, it's already pretty bad. Jared, how long is this?
2: That's a, coach Mike Krzyzewski talking about the, uh, the pandemic and it's, it's pretty clear. He does not think we should be uh, playing basketball.
3: Boy, I, I, you know what? I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt right there, Tom, but I, that to me, that speaks volumes about where we're at. I mean, this is a guy that's really well-respected and especially uh, what he's accomplished and what he's done. And wow, that was, I mean, i I've kind of got I've kind of got goosebumps after listening to that a little bit. I mean, did that not give you just kind of an eerie feeling listening to him? Not, and it's almost like he didn't have the same passion in his voice.
2: No, I, I agree, and and he has some valid points, and 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 he talks about mental health, and then I'm thinking, okay, so obviously from a physical health standpoint, you 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 don't want people. What's the word I'm looking for? I mean, if you could keep the, the the social distancing, then that's the obviously the way to go. And I think we're 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 trying as a country. I don't know that we're succeeding, stretch, but I think we're trying. But you know, I I know this. I, I've been uh, in this house for four or five days now, and it it's it's no fun. I mean, there's there's a mental aspect to not being able to 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 go and do as you, as you see fit. I mean, there, there's something about it. It's just no fun.
3: Well, and you're, you're speaking from experience and Hey, all I can do is listen and say, Hey man, my, you know, I I, I, I wish I could give you a high five or a pat and say, Hey man, keep fighting it. Cause right now I think there's a lot of people that feel, you know, that have gone through what you're going through and are trying to get to the other side of something that, it's just so uncertain, and and everybody kind of a, a handles it a different way. So I, you know, there's got to be a certain sense of anxiety or uncertainty with even what you're dealing with right now, as far as, you know, maybe what tomorrow brings or what tonight brings in the middle of the night when you're trying to sleep.
2: Yeah, I mean, and and again, just and everybody, I, and that's the crazy part of this disease is it affects everybody so differently. I mean, I've heard people say that they lose sense of smell and taste and, and and things of that nature uh that that has not been me i mean fever yes uh bad cough and that kind of thing yeah i mean i got some of those issues but uh and again it's i'm just saying from just this this happened to me on saturday and and here we are on wednesday and i basically have been in the house and in and in Kind of quarantined away from from my wife, uh, you know, since Saturday, and and I've got another seven days. And I'm like, H- how on earth am I going to make it staying in this house for ten straight days? But it's something you simply have to do.
3: Yeah, you just you, and, and it's it's a mental thing, right? Right now, right. you're having to say at least you've got the ability to get on and work a little bit, and we got you know we get time to laugh and kick around some you know sports opinions, sports ideas, throw throw a few barbs at one another and have some fun with that but it it does it's got to be somewhat of a grind to just say hey I've got to get myself to the other side of this and I've got to figure out you know how 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 I'm going to get you know uh, excuse me you got you're not trying to figure it out hey what's tomorrow going to bring how am I going to feel tomorrow and when do you think you're going to get to the other side of it because there's a lot of people and I don't want to You know, I don't want to mean to, you know, put some bad news on you, but I mean, there's a lot of people that say it has stayed with them for weeks. I mean, where they're tired, you know, it it just zaps you of energy and takes so much out of you to try to, you know, to, to, to try to heal up once you've got it.
2: Yeah. And I, and I can see that I can see how that could be a possibility Uh, and, you know, we'll just have to deal with it. But from the mental standpoint, yes, I understand what he's talking about, but also know that the kids getting a chance to to play games and and the fans getting a chance for a couple hours to go sit in the stands or a few of them anyway and and watch a game or turn the television on for Pete's sake and and watch a basketball game or a football game. There's some mental health positives in that, I guess is my point.
3: And and you're exactly right, Tom. I mean, the. the, Except for if
2: you're watching the Cowboys.
3: uh, I was going to say, did. When you watch that, did it not give you? I mean, you could have lost your taste of smell just looking at that. You didn't have to. You didn't have to have the sure owner to figure that out. And no
2: question about it. All right, uh, let's see what do we got here. It is a four thirty, eight twenty two now in front of five. This is game time here on ESPN. We bring up the Cowboys, and and, and we talked earlier stretch about the two hundred and ninety four yards that they gave up on the ground last night fourth time this season that they've given up 200 yards or more in a football game yeah that's I mean, ridiculous
3: oh well, sure it is i mean i i, I think our ed worker put out a stat where they gave up 307 against cleveland and just under 300 last night I, they've never done that so it's yeah it, it is a it is an all-time low that this cowboys defense is at you know i I got a text a while ago from, and I'm not going to mention who it was, a guy that used to be a scout on the staff here with the Cowboys. And I had made a pretty, you know, a couple of pretty firm statements about Xavier Woods. And and his response was corner playing safety. And my response is, I don't care where he's at on the field. He's turning it down. And I think that's what the hardest thing for me to deal with as a coach is how can you be in the NFL, be playing football for a living doing the you know doing the greatest thing that you could be doing something you've trained your whole life to do and get in a situation and I mean basically just turn it down I don't know how to say it any different than that and, and keep it clean for the radio I, I, Tom I, I, I haven't seen anything like that.
2: well and we, we've talked several times on the air off the air is it scheme is it is it personnel is it coaching? Man, I've come to the conclusion it's all three. Yeah, I mean, they've got more issues. It's going to take forever to get this thing cleaned up. I think. Well, on that side of the football.
3: Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's going to take it, it's going to take some time. But Tom, I don't think it's uh, you know, I don't, I don't think it's more than a year. I mean, if you draft correctly, if you go out and maybe address a few issues from a free agent standpoint, you're not. You're not talking about it being that bad, but I mean, I, you need you need five players. I'm going to tell you that you need five different starters on <laughs> that side of the, the ball. That's half the unit. Say it again. I said that's half the unit. Oh, <laughs> well, it is half the unit. But you got seven rounds in the draft, right? And you got free agency. Just don't miss. <laughs> you got to you got to go bat a thousand. We need we need you to go have one of those uh, one of those four for five baseball nights where you hit a where, where you hit a couple of dingers. What's wrong with that? <laughs>
2: But, you know, you get what I'm saying. Sometimes there's, you, I got the feeling last night there's just no hope. I mean, I don't know if anybody else got that feeling, but just watching the game unfold, watching players not play hard, at least my perception was they didn't play hard, watching just guys run scot-free 15 yards before a defender put a glove on them, uh, it, it, it just, and then watching the special teams unit implode. Yeah. It's like, where's my hope here?
3: Yeah, and and, and you know, you say, and, and and I'm with you. I mean, I uh, the special teams did not do some things that you wish they do. However, I mean Pollard had a heck of a, you know, had a heck of a kick return. So I, I, I guess I tr- I'm trying to point to some rays of sunshine that I see in a dismal Cowboys season. And I'm doing that because we got another month of this for crying out loud. Yeah, we do.
2: You mentioned Pollard, but they, they, he also takes a football five yards deep in the end zone, brings it out to the 25 when time was precious. Oh. I'm like, you could have taken a knee, say, five seconds, and we have the football at the same spot. Yeah. I mean, he, I don't know.
3: He, he, yeah, he does some things at times, judgment things that just, you know, you keep you shaking your head, no question.
2: All right, uh, we're rolling along here on a Wednesday afternoon. Again, the Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers game, which was scheduled for a Sunday night. I think now it's high noon, isn't it? It's not even a 2.35 or a 3.35 game. It's, uh, it's a noon game. So that, uh, the Cowboys and the Cincinnati Bengals at, at 12 noon. All right, uh, let's see. It is a 4.43, 17 in front of 5. That's his game time on ESPN Central Texas.
17: That to-do list you have needs one more thing chill it's an easy thing to do just crack open an ice cold coors light and chill take the afternoon off and binge watch anything go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours who's counting anyways or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week whatever you do do it with a coors light mountain cold refreshment made to chill 2020 coors brewing company golden colorado celebrate responsibly
11: my part-time service in the army national guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community i call home my training helps me at work when i lead by example my service in the army national guard allows me to keep my community and those i care about safe from threats learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting nationalguard.com
10: sponsored by the texas army national guard aired by the texas association of broadcasters and this station
7: Fox 44 News. Adam Hooper. Weather rate certified most accurate Mike LaPointe and Matt Roberts.
16: Breaking news out of McLennan County. Central Texas, we may not see anything. One of the biggest question marks coming into this season. Live as it happens.
6: The live radar across Central Texas.
16: More local news.
6: Waco's community came together for last night's rally. A
5: woman in her late 30s. We are live with the theme.
6: On
7: top of breaking news, weather and sports.
6: Back in action.
7: On air and online. Fox 44 News. Your news now.
5: For 75 years, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe ranging from half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H-braces, bench posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations at Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com.
15: One step at a time. America's moving forward. Life is opening up, and the Goodfeet Store has too. With safety measures in place, we're ready to serve you.
13: See what they can do for you with the free arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store in Waco, located near Cabela's.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
4: I'm Garrett Ross with the ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. As Baylor gets set to host Stephen F. Austin tonight, the voice of the Lumberjacks, Ron Myers, talked about the success the Jacks have had upsetting opponents over the past few seasons. We've done a really good job of going on the road and playing well against quality opponents, and that obviously, if you want to try to be a solid mid-major basketball program, that's what you got to do. And as you mentioned, you know, the Duke win a year ago was huge because they didn't, they don't lose non-conference games at home, but those are huge wins for us. And when you can start to do it on a, on a little bit more regular basis, it's, uh, it's certainly fun. The Dallas Cowboys are now in last place of the NFC East after falling to the Ravens 34 to 17 last night. Dallas has a quick turnaround and will take on the Bengals Sunday at noon in Cincinnati.
1: Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. You're all access pass to Central Texas Sports. 447, Tom Stretch and Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we roll along here on this uh, Wednesday afternoon, talking sports and and talking to you. And, of course, uh, Stretch, for those who just joined us, Ohio State uh, and Northwestern, they're going to play for the, the Big Ten Championship, and I know that comes as a great surprise to you. (laughs)
3: Yeah. <laughs> there, I, 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 there might there might be some things that surprise me Tom but I'm going to say when it comes to that one let me let me think about it for a second. Uh no. Th- that that Does doesn't not.
2: surprise you then.
3: Does not surprise me and the way that the way that the Big 10 has handled this entire you, you know ever since this pandemic came out I I mean it's just I don't. I, I'm not. For, I'm not for advocating people getting moved on, but the commissioner of the Big Ten needs to think about laying off for two weeks and then quitting. I'm going to tell you that.
2: <laughs> well, I'm. I'm not going to uh, to argue with you, or you know. But again, hey, hey, now, you you also had to have the presidents of all these universities sign off on this thing. It wasn't just. You know, just the the uh, the conference commissioner it wasn't just the ads. I mean, you had to have presidents of these universities. But again, they see the dollar signs.
3: I'm I'm assuming. Well, of course they do, and they well, what they see is they see that minus number over there on that yearly budget, and they think we've got to do something to minimize this minus in this deficit, sh- you know, the shortfall that they're that 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 they're having to endure. So y- y- we said this, Tom. Let's Make no mistake about it. Let's just put all our cards out there. Like you said, to start this show, it is the bottom line is it is about money, period. That's 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 all it is. That's all it and that's all it points to.
2: So it's not about opportunity and (laughs) and the chance to showcase the program and the conference. You're telling me it's about a red number on a ledger
3: and your university and that scarlet helmet and those stickers <laughs> that you get to put on it. Hell no. It's about an, it's about, it's about bottom line dollars period.
2: And, and you make about a valid point. There's, there's a lot of money that is up uh, that has been lost because of this pandemic. I mean, in ticket sales and, in in all kinds of things. And, and a, a lot of these universities are in, are in a bad position because of uh, of the pandemic and, and an opportunity to to get your team, the Buckeyes, into that uh, that showcase piece. I mean, they they made a decision that six games, you know, that that no longer meant anything. Uh, we're going to go with five. And again, you know, they're going to tell you, hey, we didn't realize when we put this in place that that we were going to have all of these issues. Well, what did you think was going to happen? That everybody's yeah, going to line up and play six straight games and and, and go down the road?
3: Well, Tom, I'm going to say this. What what did you think was going to happen at, when you didn't have the Final Four? Right, when you, March Madness was canceled, and we know that all of the athletic dollars, let me stress, all of the athletic dollars come from football and, the, and, 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 and March Madness. That, that's it. And so when you lost that, then all of a sudden the magnifying glass you you know really started saying okay well it better be we better be able to play this college football season and then when that you know when that when there was so much of that in question yeah it's it it's been one of those years and it's exactly what you're dealing with right now you know having to, having to go through what you're personally having to go through
2: yeah and it's it's unfortunate but that you're a hundred percent correct but you know. It, and you're right, you, you don't play, you don't have March Madness, you don't have your conference tournaments, for Pete's sake, you don't have March Madness, you don't have the College World Series, you know, where ESPN is showcasing those programs for a week to ten days, and you, you don't have any of that. So to think that you were just going to – and then you said, no, we're not going to play in, in, in 2020. We're just not going to do it. <laughs> then everybody said, well, that's good for you, but we're going to go ahead and, and see what we can do over here – Right. Then you jump back in and you say, well, we better have six games to, if you're going to qualify for our Big Ten championship game. And, and, and then all and of so a sudden, Tom, let me hey, ask no, you I, this: I don't think we need six.
3: And, and so, Tom, let me ask you this. Did they, did they say, well, we need to play, or did they say, well, we're going to sit back here and let you guys play? And then they saw the momentum of what was going on with the other three conferences, and then they were like, uh-oh, we, we better do something here. And and, and then you saw them kind of – it wasn't as if they were proactive in in, in how they were acting. They were reactive in the fact that the other three conferences were out there playing and getting it done.
2: That's a great point. And and they were also getting those national television dollars. I mean, stop and think about it. Every Big 12 conference game found its way onto national television, not a regional telecast, but a national telecast. Yeah. I
3: mean, you had, you had you you had the major like you were saying the major networks were scrambling to fill those games in that time that the Pac-12 and the Big Ten had just said, hey, we're gonna we're, we're gonna step out and and, and and see what happens here. We're, we're, we're going to be trailblazers, and we're going to be the first to step up and say, no, we're not going to do something here. And then all of a sudden, everybody else started taking off, and then they had to put their tail between their legs and say, oh, well, maybe we made the wrong decision. Maybe we didn't do the right thing. And now they're, and now they're having to come back and say, well, you know, first it was six games. Well, well, maybe it's five now. Maybe, maybe – maybe we got to do something to get a piece of the pie. We got to we have got to do something and that's exactly what they've done. They've just kind of stumbled around in the wilderness and figured out a way to say, well, if we can just get one in there, we'll we'll, we'll get we'll get our little piece of the pie over here and, and we'll, we'll be okay going into 2021.
2: So so while the Big 10 is is announcing Ohio State and Northwestern State in the uh, in the conference championship game, Indiana and Purdue are announcing that they are not going to play first time in 100 years. Yeah I mean
3: Ohio State and Michigan, how long has that rivalry been out there? Hadn't it been out? I there think just, you' got
2: to go back to 1915 and I think you go back to 1935 where it was the last game of the season. Wow. So yeah it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's some it's, trying times to say the least. All right. It is a uh, four fifty four six away from six. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch, Garrett. We're glad you're with us, and we're going to take a second. We're going to talk about Morrison's gifts, and you know, it's uh, it is that time. Time for you to make that purchase of that Christmas gift, and uh, you know, you can you can buy a birthday gift, an anniversary gift. You can buy that Christmas gift, and uh, you can get it done at Morrison's. They've been in business since 1979. And they are indeed Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from uh, great lines like John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, jewelry, and and a whole lot more. And, of course, whenever you make a purchase at Morrison's, you get free gift wrapping. And uh, they're located at 4308 West Waco Drive. And the Morrison's Gifts is a Baylor alumni-owned and operated business. They're next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Still plenty of time to slide by there, pick out that great gift, let them wrap it for you. Boy, it goes under the tree, and when Mama goes to open it, who wrapped this gift? And of course, you take the credit for it. But uh, they'll do it. They'll do it upright for you. At Morrison's Gifts, 4308 West Waco Drive.
7: Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas.
8: The Bears have added a game to their schedule. It's Baylor and Stephen F. Austin Wednesday in the Farrell Center. 6:30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday for the Bears and the Lumberjacks.
7: Baylor Big 12 basketball with Pat and John. The Bears play here, ESPN Central Texas.
5: the staff at richard Carr buick gmc cadillac and waco loves giving back to the central texas community once again they're participating in the u.s marine corps toys for tots campaign and they're asking for your help now through december 11th listeners are invited to participate in toys for tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to the dealership and drop it in the bed of the 2021 gmc sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor the marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout central texas Also, if you purchase a new or pre-owned vehicle, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will place toys under their Christmas tree for the Marines to distribute in your name. Toys for Tots is an annual program that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas while also assisting them in becoming responsible, productive, and patriotic citizens. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac.
2: ESPN Central Texas brings you the Holiday Chill, sponsored by Coors Light. You can enter for a chance to win a Yeti prize by snapping a picture of a Coors Light display at your nearest store and text it along with your name and keyword CHILL to 254-662-166. Weekly winners selected every Friday on ESPN, and one lucky winner will receive the grand prize of 40-inch flat screen TV. Coors Light, keeping Texas chill throughout the holidays. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase necessary. Details at Centex Sportsfan.com.
15: Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning, baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412
16: North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. Genco has extended their offer till December 31st to refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Refinancing will lower your interest rate, which then lowers your monthly payment. You pay less for your vehicle. Rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and keep your money. 90 days worth of money, only at Genco FCU. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to gencofcu.org. NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Greg Evans, class of 89 of Redwoods
7: Incorporated, says Gig em, Aggies!" Redwoods Incorporated, your Central Texas headquarters for specialty building products. Redwoods Incorporated at 623 Esther, right behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods carries a full line of outdoor building materials such as redwood, western red cedar, timber tech composite decking, premium grades of yellowwood treated pine lumber by Great Southern, stainless steel fasteners, and premium finishes to protect your project. Call Aggie alum Greg Evans to help you with your next order, 772-5243.
1: K R Z I Waco K two, 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 D C Waco station
7: is now the ultimate power in the universe. K
1: two, six, five DV temple. This is ESPN central Texas.
2: All right. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN central Texas Tom, stretch Garrett. Uh, it's a uh, Wednesday afternoon, a couple of minutes after five o'clock. And uh, again, earlier today on unnecessary roughness, Greg Tepper from uh, Fox Sports Southwest and Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine joined uh, Ward and Steven and Q, and they discussed the high school football playoffs, particularly those teams in the uh, Central Texas area.
14: Uh, Let's start off with Taps. Uh, We had Riker head coach uh, Tyler Holcomb. He was on the show yesterday. They have an opportunity to play a state championship game this uh, this Saturday against uh, Shiner St. Paul. It's going to be right down the street matter of fact at a Midway Panthers stadium it, they're they're going to go into the game as an underdog. but how much in your opinion of an underdog will they be and what do they have to do to come out with a victory?
18: Yeah, you know it, it, first and foremost it's it's been such a fantastic year for for them there and 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 look, uh, I think that he's right in saying that they are going to be underdogs. you know this is a uh, this is a, a shiner St Paul team that uh, is has been uh, one of the best teams in the state and one of the most consistent teams in the state pretty much at any level you know basically they had one hiccup to san antonio holy cross earlier in the year but besides that they have been humming along and the thing uh, for them that that i think is going to need to be interesting is if they've got to find a way to slow down this high-powered China st paul attack this is a, a an offense that can that can really get out and go and so if you are Riker you got to lean on that defense and you got to lean on, on, on making sure you're not allowing them to run the ball. Cause that's what they're going to do. They line it up and they're big and physical. And so if you're Riker, a uh, priority one is stopping the run. If you do that, things are going to, everything else is going to fall into place for you because I'm not sure. I'll say this about Shiner or St. Paul. I don't think their defense has really had to make critical stops down the stretch. They've kind of run away and hid from people, and the defense has been good, but it, it, it's only had to be good. You need to put them in a position where they need to be great. I think Rikers got a shot in this one. I think they are underdogs. I don't, I don't think there's really much doubt about that, but, but what a job by by, uh, by that coaching staff uh, to go and, and get them prepared for this game, get them into the to this moment, especially when it looked like, look, I mean, let's not forget, they were 1-4 at one point. I mean, they were 1-4, and, and honestly, I think a lot of people have kind of written them off. But to rally, to get hot late, uh, to, to, play, to, to win the games that they need to, in, in, including I would say that that win over Temple Central Texas Christian a couple weeks ago was a uh, a program-shifting type win for Riker. Uh, so you doubt them at their own peril. They're feeling really good about themselves. I think Shiner St. Paul is the favorite, but, uh, but I think Rikers got every reason to believe they could come out with a championship
5: greg we talked a lot last week about that boskeville crawford game and crawford ends up rolling in that one now they take on a post team who's been just rolling people all year long uh do you have a favorite in that matchup what do you think about uh how those two teams match up uh, on thursday yeah
18: it's, it's a fascinating matchup because it's two teams that are kind of looking in the mirror at one another uh and something's got to give because these are two absolutely ridiculous defenses right now i, I mean what franklin did last week to or rather what uh, what uh, what Crawford did last week to Bosqueville ranks up there with one of the most stunning defensive efforts we've seen all year long. Now I know Bosqueville didn't play well. I think that, I think they admit that, but you know, Crawford forced a lot of mistakes from them and it is very, very impressive to see what they've been able to do. Well, now they're going up against post and post has made a habit of putting up unbelievable defensive efforts. Their past couple of weeks, against uh, in, in shutout wins over Panhandle and over Cisco. They took on offenses that were among the most explosive in the state and they not only shut them out, they just they stifled them. I think they held them both under 100 total yards. I mean, it is it is absurd what this post defense is doing. And so, to me, the name of the game for Crawford is they've got to be able to be a little bit more offensively diverse than they have been, you know, because Crawford's got a name of the game. name of the game for them is we're going to line it up, we're going to run it at you. We're going to use Breck Chambers. You know, we're going to use Garrett Pearson. We're going to line it up and run it at you. That's probably not going to work as much as they have had success with against post. Post is, in many ways, a South Texas team playing in West Texas, and they are big, and physical and and just they're a bit, they're they're physically large. And so that's going to be a challenge for Crawford to match up with their size. The other the other problem for them I think is that post is a little bit more offensively diverse. You know, uh, Boskieville I think came in didn't play particularly well and in a lot of ways Crawford went in there and made them one dimensional. If you're if you post or, or if you're or if you're Crawford this week you got to deal with it. a quarterback in Slade Pittman. you got to deal with a running back in Ashton Jefferson. And furthermore, let's also not forget, and I think this matters, these are kids that have been here before. They, they played for a title last year. Post has the playoff experience edge, if you believe in that. So I, I think Post is your favorite. I think the biggest question for, uh, for Crawford is what can they do besides run the ball Can can they have an effective passing game if they're able to loosen up that post defense a little bit and continue to get a fantastic defensive effort like they've been getting the past couple of weeks then they've got a shot but i do think that the bold gold are probably the favorite
13: temple wildcats host a playoff game against waxahachie coming out of that district of doom and waxahachie at five and four uh, that record's a little bit bit deceiving because of the district they play in isn't it
18: you're 100% right. You're 100% right. That I think that this is this is the peril of this time of year that you look at Temple and you go, oh, well, they're 9-1. and They're just rolling along. They've been the one of the best teams in the state. And you look at Wattachi and they go, oh, 5-4. Why are they even in the playoffs? But this is a team that is a lot better than their record indicates, and I think that it starts on the ground. I think that they run the ball really well with Sean Cherry uh, and with uh, with Brandon Hawkins Jr. This is a team that that runs the ball exceptionally well. And I also think, in a lot of ways, I think their defense is starting to round into form. I think that they're starting to play the, their, their best football right now. I think a couple of weeks ago uh, to get that win over Midway and then to beat uh, to beat Waco High and to hold them down, I thought was awfully impressive. And so, look, if you're if if you're Temple, you got to be in there and you got to go in there treating this this extremely seriously. You can't be caught looking at the record because this is a good enough team to beat you. And, and furthermore, I think that the, that the the game plan for Walks is pretty easy which is run the ball, keep the ball away from Temple, keep the ball away uh, uh, from that, that high-powered Wildcats attack, shorten this game, take the air out of the ball, and then try to win this game late. That's how you pull the upset. That's how to po- pull the upset. And, by the way, Temple has, in some respects, been susceptible to that game plan historically over the past couple of years. Now, that said, I think it's a diff- different Temple team. And, and and I keep going back to this. I, keep, uh, I, I know I sound like a broken record on this show, but I look at this year for temple as kind of a bonus year okay every game they play from here on out is such a good like such a good i uh like like sign for for them going forward into 2021 because the team is remarkably young you're gonna get a ton of youngsters big big time playoff experience big time big game big stage experience and that is going to pay dividends down the road and so if you're scott stewart and you're this uh you're 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 rolling in here into the playoffs you're thinking, yeah, of course, we want to go out there. We want to win some gold balls. We want to go out there and advance far in the playoffs. We want to go out there and win a state championship. But in a lot of ways, you're also thinking, you know what? Every single week we get to practice from here on out is a it like pays off twofold down the street down the stretch next next year, whenever you bring back a large majority of these players. So this is an important game, I think, from a program development perspective uh, for Temple, just to go out there to take care of a team that I think you're better than in a playoff game, and get another playoff game under your belt for the for the future. That is
2: Greg Tepper, who uh, was on Unnecessary Roughness earlier today. Greg, of course, with the uh, with with Fox Sports Southwest and, of course, uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine breaking down some of our uh, Central Texas high school football games. And, of course, we'll have the uh, Thursday night game for Crawford against Post on our sister station, ninety two nine Shooter FM, beginning at 6.30. And we'll have the uh, temple Hatchie game on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, Friday night, beginning with a uh, 7 o'clock pregame and a 7.30 kick. And that will be on uh, Friday night on Fox Sports Central Texas. All right, it is a is 5.00. Oh nine, nine minutes after five. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas.
5: This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at the thenitschegroup.com.
6: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be another chilly night across central Texas with lows reaching the mid-40s with mostly clear skies and winds coming in from the south around 5 miles per hour. Thursday, we'll start off with temperatures in the mid to upper 40s. It'll be another warm day with highs in the mid to upper 70s in the afternoon with mostly sunny skies. Friday, will be warm ahead of a cold front with highs in the upper 60s and lower 70s with mostly cloudy skies and a 60% chance of showers and storms in the afternoon and evening. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9 for your forecast first. Let's check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
7: It's the Big 12 Conference Opener for Coach Kim Mulkey and the Lady Bears. Thursday on the road at West Virginia.
8: 5.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. It's a 6 p.m. tip-off Thursday for the Conference Opener between the Lady Bears and the Mountaineers.
7: Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball. This Thursday from Morgantown, here on the home of the Lady Bears, ESPN
1: Central Texas. It's Al from the Goodfeet Store. If you've been suffering with knee, hip, or back pain, the problem may be right under your nose. Your whole body is supported by your feet. If they're out of alignment, that can cause issues in your knees, hips, and even your back. The Good Feet System helps put your feet in their ideal position. Just stop in, meet with one of our specialists who will personally fit you with the perfect arch support system. You walk around, try them for free, and then you decide if they work for you before you buy. How great is that?
13: At the Good Feet Store in Waco near Cabela's don't miss the real texas gun show coming up saturday december 19th and sunday december 20th at the bell county expo center the real texas gun show is a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with the large dealers that buy sell and trade firearms their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of texas and the variety is so big you don't want to miss it if they don't have it they'll make it. The next Real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. Social distancing will be
2: enforced and a temperature check will be conducted at the door. ESPN Central Texas brings you the Holiday Chill sponsored by Coors Light. You can enter for a chance to win a Yeti prize by snapping a picture of a Coors Light display at your nearest store and text it along with your name and keyword, chill to 254-662-1660. Weekly winners selected every Friday on ESPN and one lucky winner will Receive the grand prize of 40-inch flat-screen TV. Coors Light, keeping Texas chill throughout the holidays. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase necessary. Details at CentexSportsFan.com.
12: So apparently the hot Christmas gift this year is the mirror. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here with your Christmas gift giving guide. You may have seen the mirror on TV ads. It's a mirror that you stand in front of and you look at your mildly overweight self get sweaty. Sounds like fun. And it's only $1,499 for a mirror to watch yourself get sweaty. So just for comparison, here are some gifts you can get from pickup outfitters for the truck owner in your family that is less than $1,499. A beautiful, sleek, matte black folding hard bed cover, a spray and bed liner, a grill guard, new leather seats, two grill guards, three toolboxes. I know you only need one, but heck, if you're gonna spend $1,500, Almost everything we have is less than $1,500 at Pickup Outfitters. And you don't even have to sweat because we install it for you. Check out all our specials at createacommotion.com slash truck Friday. And this Christmas, make the truck owner in your life happy with a gift from Pickup Outfitters of Waco.
2: It is 5.13, 13 minutes after 5. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Glenn Stretch-Smith, Garrett Ross, we're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by Ed Tutal-Jones. Spent 15 seasons anchoring the Dallas Cowboys defensive line. And, Ed, thanks so much for being with us, and good afternoon.
20: Good afternoon. Thanks for having
2: me. So 15 years drafted in 1974, and by 78 you helped guide the Cowboys to the Super Bowl When you watch this edition of the Cowboys, what's
20: your impressions of this football team? Well, first of all, they look good on paper. (laughs) And um, come game time, I haven't been able to figure them out. And uh, I have just sat back and tried to make every excuse for them uh, in the book. But uh, I I, I really, I I know they, they have several key players injured, but so does other teams. And uh, what I see happening and how they are ranked, uh, just speaking from a defensive standpoint, you know, ranked 32nd, I believe, in a, in a lot of different areas. I just I can't see it with that roster. They're young, uh, and uh, they've been in the league a few years now, and now it's, it's a time where I feel it's time for them to blossom. But uh, when you look around and just, you see all these long runs, and you don't see any other team in the league allowing that to happen. I just I, I can't put a finger on it. I do notice certain things, um, and I'm sure that coaches are, are are on them every day about it. And the uh, only thing I can think of, I guess, if there if there was ever a team that, because of a new coaching staff that needed a training camp, it's the Dallas Cowboys. But but again, uh, it's mid season now, and uh, we should be seeing some improvement, but we're not.
3: Talking with Ed Tuttle-Jones. Ed, appreciate you. It's Glenn Smith. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you jumping on with us kind of last minute here. Uh, Ed, tell us a little bit about how you think Coach Landry would handle these type situations when you're having, you know, so many mental busts, like you were saying, at the middle of the season, really we're passing, you know, we're 12 games into it. When you have mental bust, you didn't see that with a Coach Landry team, did
20: you? Uh, no, you didn't, and you, and you better hope you didn't have a good, a decent backup <laughs> or you'd be on the bench. But um, uh, seriously, all, um, based on what I've read and heard uh, about how uh, some of the players are not on the same page with their coaches as far as techniques, that, uh, the, the style they want them to play, whether it's a three-point stance, uh, whether it's stand-up, um, Coach Landry, first of all, would never put you out there in a situation uh, that you're not, you're not comfortable with, what he would do first during the week of preparation. Uh, he would make sure his assistant worked with you to the point where you are comfortable in doing what you know he wants you to do before he lets you go out there in that game and do it. Otherwise, during game time, do what you got to do to get the job done. And uh, I can understand that because I can relate to that because when Dallas drafted me, I didn't know what the flex defense was. The flex defense is primarily the gap run defense to force you in a sure passing situation and then we bring the nickel in. And uh, a lot of times the tackle in the end are offset. Well, I was in a four-point stand oftentimes, especially against the running situations because most teams were right-handed. And I was in a four-point stance, two and a half yards off the ball, keying two and sometimes three players, which is something that was foreign to me. And I went to Coach Landry and sat down and visited with with him about it. And I told him how – I said, here I am, 6'9", <laughs> never been a four-point stand other than goal line. And um, he said, Ed, trust me, it worked. Uh, he said, Jethro Pugh's not that much shorter than you, and it worked for Jethro, which he's right. I got to play with Jethro. Jethro was very effective doing it. But the bottom line, Ernest Stoughton took me to the side. Oftentimes I had to be the first first player on the field, last player to lead until I got comfortable with it. And once I got comfortable with with it, good positive things uh, started to happen. And I just I hope uh, that's what's, that happens with the Cowboys because um, – I don't see guys really exploding off the ball. They're not taking advantage of keying that ball and coming off. I see offensive linemen getting into them before they cross the line of scrimmage. And then it's a wrestling match, uh, which is to the offensive lineman's advantage. So um, again, I I don't, I don't know their situation there, but I read and heard that uh, they were having a few problems with the techniques that they were trying to get them to use. And if that's the case, then they're going to have to get on the same page. Uh, Otherwise, what you see happening now, same thing will happen again next year.
3: Well, listen, listen, Ed, I can't tell you how much I appreciate Jake jumping on with us. I'd love to have you on again, talk to talk to you. You got a great point of perspective. And, I, I you know, I love hearing about the Coach Landry days and kind of how Coach Stautner and all the things that those guys put in. I, I want to tell you I appreciate it. I appreciate it again, you jumping on. And, hey, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you so much for jumping on, Ed Tuttle-Jones. Same to you. Thank you. There he goes, Ed Tuttle Jones. I, you know what, Tom, I hate that we had to wrap that up that quick, but hey, we'll have him on again another day.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, and again, I'm like you, to just sit back and and, and listen to him tell stories of the uh, of the Doomsday Defense days that he was uh, such a huge part of. Uh, you know, he was drafted what first overall in 1974. And, yeah, I mean, and but it I mean, wasn't it, just a couple years later that uh, they're in the Super Bowl. He's playing, playing in the Super Bowl. So, and again, you can, you know, as well as I do, you can stop and, and, and start naming off all those players back in those days. It was just uh, they were just so stinking good. All right, uh, 519, 19 minutes after five. Coming up next, it is John Morris with the Baylor Sports Beat program.